For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And today we have Drell Worthy, who's my co-host on the podcast. In addition, we have the new Cowboys defensive tackle, Gerald McCoy, joining us now. McCoy, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro, and is one of the league's top defensive linemen. Gerald, how are you doing today, man? I'm great, man. How y'all doing? Y'all staying healthy? Man, staying out the way. Are y'all washing your hands though? Daily, man. I got some hands. Are you touching inside. your face? <laughs> We're trying to limit all of that, I'm Gerald. Just man, sure, I'm just making sure y'all hanging in there. Man, you gotta hang in there. Work with me, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's been crazy. Me and Jerome were talking about trying to do some duties around our houses because we have all this spare time, man. It's definitely been uh, an interesting time, but my thoughts and prayers out to all those who are dealing with this virus pandemic, especially all those workers who are out in the front lines working at the hospitals Absolutely. and all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Gerald. Well, let's cut to the chase, man. So we know you were the third overall pick of the 2010 NFL Draft. You played your college ball at Oklahoma, spent nine seasons in Tampa Bay. So what can you say about Tampa? I know that you obviously played with Carolina in 2019, but talk a little bit about your journey into the NFL. Oh, man. Uh, Well, I'm from Oklahoma City, the south side of Oklahoma City. And uh, where I come from, man, even making it out is tough. You know, a lot of people have talent. We have tons of people with talent. We have tons of people who make it out. But I don't really consider being out until you're out. A lot of people leave, but then they come back. You know what I'm saying? So making it out is rare where I'm from. And to to put together uh, going on 11 years in the NFL, whether it was a successful career or whatever you want to call it, you know, um, that's, it's a blessing. And, um, you know, I, I, I got recruited heavily coming out of high school and I actually, a lot of people were surprised to hear this, that I was actually thinking about going to USC over Oklahoma. You know, that was the Reggie Bush, Matt Leonard era (laughs) on top of the world, man. Like I got off the plane for my visit, excuse me, for my visit in LA 
and there was a billboard of Matt Lyon and Reggie Bush. I'm like, these are college kids, and they got a billboard of LAX. Rockstar, oh, man. You need, you know, that, that that's 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 a sale to have. And then, obviously, my favorite player was Kobe. Favorite team was the Lakers. So it was just, it was just too easy of a sale for them. But you know, I got smart and realized, like, man, just go to OU. You know, you want to go there, so just go. So I ended up going to Oklahoma and. Had a successful career there, got drafted, and here we are, man. Wow, that's quite a story, Drew. You got anything to add to that, man? Yeah, man, I just think, um, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily understand uh, that, um, you know, your era in college was a pretty big era. There's a lot of there's a lot of all bowls and pro bowlers, a lot of future Hall of Famers that are coming through um, the era in which you play college football. Um, you know, obviously your battles against, you know, Nebraska um, competing up against, uh, you know, and Dominican Sue as far as, uh, you know, as far as your technique and play. Um, just talk about, um, you know, your friendship. Are you guys are you guys friends? Um, do you guys continuously uh, still compete with each other? Um, how does that competition uh, still fuel you now at this point in time, um, knowing that there's uh, there's a lot of young, uh, hungry defense alignment in the league? The media kind of put us against each other, like, you know, it was like, who's going to get drafted first? Who's actually mm-hmm. better? Who's this? And they, they just, we've always been associated with one another. And even my boys and my group message, anytime they do anything, they give me a hard time about it. You know, it's just like a, <laughs> it's like an ongoing joke, man. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not even like each other. We dab, we dab each other up, chat for a little bit. You know, it's, it's nothing there. People try and make it something, you know, and so there's really no competition there. You know, we'll talk every now and then. I wish him the best. He wished me the best, and we keep it pushing. But as far as, like, my motivation to compete with these young guys, man, um, as you've seen in every sport, the athleticism is just getting better and better as the years go on. Like, it's just, it's just getting insane. Like, for a person like um, Derrick Henry to exist in the NFL – that's not yeah. cool, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> why do people like that exist? Like, why do people like Jadavion Clowney exist? Like, the dude is 6'5", 6'6", 250, and ran almost a 4'3"? Yeah, that's unreal. I mean, a 4'4", me? Almost a 4'4"? That's not that. Come on, man. Like, these guys, it's just getting out of hand, man. Byron Jones set the world record in the broad jump. Like, the athleticism is just getting out of hand, man, with these these guys, and that's in every sport. So all you can do is depend and lean on your technique because technique doesn't fade. You know, your your body might age. You know, your explosion might go away. Your strength might start to dwindle a little bit, but technique don't go nowhere. So I just try and hone in on that, be in the best shape I can be, man, and out-prepare everybody. That's all you can do at this point because you're not going to out-athleticism the guys. You're not going to out-young them. They just just <laughs> – there's things that you can't help with age, but if your technique is great and you always keep something that's sharp in your game, you'll mm-hmm. always have that edge. And for me, it's my get off. You know, last year, ESPN, um, they did like this stat. Uh, I think it's like next gen stats or something like that. Yeah. And they did this stat where the um, three fastest D tackle get offs were Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, and then myself. You know, those guys are six, five, six, seven years younger than me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it and it's not a bragging thing. It's just to let you know 
you got to find something about your game that you always have to hone in on and make sure it stays sharp if you're going to keep up with these young guys. And for me, it's my get-up. I always try and keep it, whether I do box jumps, pull sleds, push sleds, um, power up, uh, hang clings, whatever it is to work on my explosion to keep that burst. That's just always what I try and do, man. Keep that, make sure my technique's right, and just be the smartest dude on the field. You know, a lot of young guys, they win on just being brute athletes. You know what I'm saying? But if you can outthink them, then usually you have a chance of winning. Gerald, piggybacking off of that, you're coming off a season where you had 37 tackles, five sacks, a couple of pass defenses with the Panthers. You know, you've already talked about your physical shape and how you feel that you can continue playing at a high level. So now let's talk about your upcoming tenure with the Dallas Cowboys. As I mentioned, you signed a three-year deal with Dallas. So what was it about the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, the new head coach there, Jim Tom Sula, the defensive line coach. How excited are you to join their program and get to work? I'm extremely excited, man. Um, you know, being in the NFL for 11 years is just a true blessing, man. They, you know, the NFL stands for not for long. So the average uh, life expectancy for an NFL player is 3.4 years, 3.2 years, something like that. Three years, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so to make it 11 is it's a blessing itself and healthy. I played all 16 games last year. That's, that's rare at my age that guys play every game and, you know, come out not, not needing surgeries or some type of repair or something like that, man. It's just a blessing. But to be playing for American team, you know, a lot of people give the Cowboys a lot of flack and, mm-hmm. you know, they give them a hard time. But. <laughs> It's a, it's under, it's understandable, man. They on TV every week. I feel like every week last year I watched the Cowboys, whether it was at the middle of the day game or Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday. I felt like I seen them every single week on TV. And uh, one, you dream of that as a kid to be on TV all the time. I mean, when you watch the NFL as a kid, you're like, man, that's what I want to do right there. I want to be on TV playing football. So, that's one of the dream in itself to be in a market that big, the biggest market in the world, actually. There's mm-hmm. number one ranked franchise in the world as far as market and growth. Let's go, baby. Growth. Say it louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's just who they It's the star, man. That's just who they are. And then, you know, I grew up watching them. I've always been a fan of them. So I have that. I'm close to my family. My best friend lives there. My wife's sister lives there. My sister lives there. Um, so I got a lot of family there. It's two and a half hours from where I grew up. And then my son, my older son, he's going to play for University of Oklahoma. So I have that added plus. And then on top of all of that, I truly believe this team is in a position to win now. They're not in a rebuild. They got a new coach. But as far as the team, the team is set, man. Bring in a couple pieces to help you turn the corner. And the only thing I feel like this team was lacking is um, a lot of vets and true leaders to do what the coaches can't make the players do. You know, it has to come from the locker room. And I've always been that guy. You know, Jay, you can attest to that. I've just always been that guy to try to lead and do things the right way. And um, I feel like the team is talented enough to win now. They have everything it takes, man. It's just going to take a lot of work. It ain't going to be easy, but I'm excited about it. And lastly, Always, always, always been a fan of Coach McCarthy. My favorite player is Aaron Rodgers, so I would watch Coach McCarthy close. And I had an opportunity to play for him at the Pro Bowl. 
and um uh you know i was kind of not sheepish but i just didn't want to bother them all week you know and then finally i just pulled them to the side on game they're like man coach i was just saying man <laughs> like i'm a fan like i'll just tell you that i'm a fan my dad's a fan we all love mike mccarthy man i just just want to let you know that so i've always been a fan of his so it's gonna be very 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 exciting to play for yeah, man. I just want to. I just want to piggyback off what you just said there. Um, I'm excited that you brought up the uh, leadership aspect of you know the part of the game because I feel I feel truly in my heart that is what Dallas, what the Dallas Cowboys were missing. Um, they have a lot of young talent scattered everywhere, from the defensive line to linebackers to secondary. Um, you have a young quarterback who's in his prime, uh, doing great things. Uh, you have a, a young running back. Uh, you're, you're up for uh, re-signing a young receiver as well. Um, these guys are in their primes, uh, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, you know, hopefully they can pick up uh, the slack from Travis Frederick's uh, retirement. But, I mean, uh, just as you said it, man, this team uh, seems to have everything going for them. And they will put, just put themselves in situations last year that um, it would take a lot of veteran leadership to pull yourself out of. So I definitely want to you know, tip my hat to that and tip my hat to, uh, you know, you coming out as far as the leadership aspect, um, because our year in Tampa Bay, man, you definitely were the first one in there, last one to leave, um, constantly coming up with new ideas, uh, getting us together as a group um, to, to make things feel more uh, family oriented. And so at the end of the day, if that's what you're bringing to Dallas, these guys are it's going to be a great benefit for them moving forward, um, as well as the as well as the 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 win now situation. I would agree with you. I think, um, as I said it off the air, the management side of things, having the overall and overhaul in the management situation, um, Coach McCartney is going to teach you guys a, a lot of smart football. That's the, the years that I was in Green Bay. These were the years in which I've learned so much about the game of football uh, just from, you know, uh, statistics, what what teams look for and everything. And so I, I, I definitely think that, you know, McCartney's going to bring a different flavor to the to your guys' locker room in which um, a lot of veteran leadership is going to take and run with, um, as well as, you know, bringing uh, bringing uh, 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 it's Tim, it's Tim Shula, right? Tom Sula, yeah. yeah Tom yeah, Sula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was he was recently with the San Francisco 49ers uh, back in the day, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And correct. So, correct. Uh, these teams, you know, having going being in Green Bay and, and seeing San Francisco, we saw them um, two years back to back where we saw them at least three times. We saw them three times. And so just it just being a tough uh, not three times, but twice in that year being a tough, uh, tough opponent. I know their defensive line were always coming and ready to play. And the new addition of Alden Smith, man, I know if you guys can get this, uh, if you can take him under your wing and 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 really help understand, help him understand uh, where he where he should be in his career and and the talent level and not to waste it. Um, you guys, you guys, uh, the sky's the limits for this team. And another thing, Gerald, I want to bring it to your attention, man. Obviously, you know that Dallas is bringing Don Terry Poe, who you got to play with last season. Of course, he suffered an injury and missed that 
second half of the season, and you got Demarcus Lawrence on the D-line, Jalen Smith, Van Der Esch, and then Sean Lee, the veteran uh, at the linebacker position. So when you look at the personnel, and I know Jarrell just brought up Alden Smith, the signing, and then Randy Gregory, who's also applying for reinstatement, who can bring some juice off the edge. What do you think you all have as far as potential to cause some havoc moving forward? Yeah, definitely, man. We got a, the thing is, we don't have, we got a few young guys. I believe there's a young guy they drafted a D tackle. I forget his name. Tristan, I'll learn Tristan Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Tristan Hill. Yes. You know, and, and they're kind of down on him. I don't know like how the team feels because obviously the coaches haven't been there, but the things I've read, people are kind of down on him. They kind of not giving up, but just don't really know what to expect. But sometimes it takes guys a couple of years to develop. You know, I don't know. Was he a rookie last year? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, man. Like people gotta relax. What, Jarrell? What they gotta do, man? They gotta hang in there because that's hang all you can there. do. They that's gotta hang in there. And get a man a chance. <laughs> Listen, yes, they drafted him last year. Now you got two vet defensive linemen coming in that can help him learn and develop and teach him. You got to think the guys he was playing behind were young too. Yeah, like Antoine Woods is still there. He's young. Malik Collins, he was young. They just all young guys. So he needed some vets to really teach him and hone it. I talked to Malik. I was helping teach Malik because I would train in Dallas sometimes at a key to leave gym. And I was helping with Malik with some stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to help him with some stuff. So imagine him trying to help another young guy. They they just needed some vets in that room to teach them and show them the way, man. I believe that their room as a whole. It's going to be dominant. I mean, Tank, obviously, he's a dominant player, you know, with his all-pros and pro bowls and just his overall presence on the field. More importantly than him just rushing the pass, his effort, how he plays. He just plays hard, man. Randy Gregory's always had talent, always had talent. You've seen it at, at Nebraska, how talented he was, which is why they drafted him. You know, he's just – he's young, got to get his head together and realize this opportunity, man. It, it, it's not something that's just given, man. You got to earn it. Ain't nobody going to give you nothing. Then you have myself. You have Poe, who's, you know, Poe has always been an explosive nose guard, man. He can rush the passer. He's stout against the run. You know, you can use Poe anything. He played offense before at fullback. Everything. He blew up the Poe combine, can, too. Yeah, Poe can do it. He's not, he not regular athletic. He's Poe can move. You know, and then then you got Alden Smith, man. So that story, um, you know, it was was a sad one because that guy had, like, in four years, he had, well, the first three years in the league, he had the third amount of sacks in NFL history, third to these two names, Derek Thomas and Reggie White. Like, I'll take that any day. If I'm number three and those are two people in front of me, I'll take that any day. He was third in sacks in his first three years in NFL history, man, or his first two years in NFL history. He had 14 and a half. Then he had 19 sacks or something like that. Something ridiculous. You know, this guy is immensely talented. He just has some demons he had to get rid of, man. Life hits you hard, man, and everybody handles things differently. So you never want to point fingers and judge people. But from what I'm hearing, he's got his life together. He's been clean for the past nine months. He's got a great group around him. And then you bring him in with the talent he already has, 
I know what I'm going to do as a mentor. I know what everybody else is going to do. Man, this this group can really, really be special. I was just going to say, man, um, I've always had a lot of respect for you, uh, you know, not only as a as a player, but as a person. Um, just to see the things that you do off the field, uh, how effective you are in the communities that you, you know, that you happen to play in. Um, I think that's um, that goes uh, unnoticed a lot. You know, when during my time in Tampa, man, I seen you out and about. I seen you. Um, you know, trying to, to work on justice reform, um, trying to work on um, opportunities for players to be uh, more creative and have um, a better a better voice in their communities. And so I've always wanted to tip my hat to that. Um, but when it comes to players, man, and bringing guys along, um, if you can if you have an opportunity to bring a bring along a guy like Alden Smith, man, who had I'm looking at his stats here, had 44 sacks and in four years, uh, in his first four years with San Francisco, having 19 and a half in his second year. And I just know that if there's any any spark or any old flame in which you can light for him, um, I know for a fact he would be phenomenal to run games with because uh, Alden Smith and Justin Smith probably had one of the best text games I've ever seen in NFL history and how it wasn't was fair. So Justin would just go clear the spot and Alden would come around and and select, which is how it's supposed to be. That's how you yeah. supposed to be for teammates. I mean, and, and, and it was exciting to see, man. I just, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this journey for you. I'm excited for this portion um, of your career, man, um, to have a, a opportunity at such a bit, uh, prestigious uh, team and program and to be the leader and uh, bringing a, a lot of veteran sh- uh, leadership with you, man. Um, I just wanted to know how, how, um, uh, you know, how has it been um, adjusting, you know, since being out of Tampa? I know you did a year last year in Carolina. Um, Carolina is a good place to live from what I've been told. Um, but just how, you know, I know you're, you're a family man. Uh, if if it's, it's not five children, it's six children now or five? Five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have a, you have a, you have a lovely wife, man, and five kids, man. How has that been, um, you know, on your family, um, taking the toll on your family, your support system? How has that been over the last couple of years? Um, since your uh, since your first nine years in, in Tampa? Well, it was an adjustment. You know, I thought, because I go to San Diego every offseason to train, you know, it would be similar to that. But it's not like that at all, man. It takes much more focus to be locked into a football season, man. You know, when I would train in San Diego, I would work out, and then I could be on the phone with my family all day. When you, you know... When you in season, man, you ain't, got, you ain't doing all that talking, man. You on work. You in meetings, you get a small break, you back in meetings, you got walk through, you got lunch, you got practice, back to more meetings, and you ain't you can still and in between all that you gotta lift. Like you ain't got really time to be talking until later. And at that point you wanna relax a little bit. And then when you finally catch your breath and call your family, it's bedtime for the kids. Then you and your wife gotta talk. Y'all gotta get y'all's time in. So by the time y'all finish talking, bro, it's it's midnight. Day the one in the morning. Yeah. So it definitely took an adjustment, but we got used to it. And um, it's a much easier making this transition going to Dallas because I'll be around so many people. I, I already know my family's there. I got a lot of friends there. So, And then we had a year to adjust in Carolina. They just got used to it. So um, it made it – it's making this transition much easier. 
Hey, Gerald, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on Dak Prescott? I know he's probably one of the most scrutinized quarterbacks in the NFL because he does play for the Dallas Cowboys. We know what the brand of the star brings, but you know, this is a guy that a lot of players I've talked to, they hold in high regard because of his leadership coming out of Mississippi State as a fourth round pick and everything that he did there and translating to the NFL. So how excited are you to share the same locker room as Dak Prescott? Yeah, it's going to be exciting to share a locker room with a lot of different guys, man. Just these names you compete against, um, we're able to play with at the Pro Bowl. That's the great part is going to the Pro Bowl, man. These guys, I know all these guys. I didn't hung out and had a few drinks with the O-line. You know, I didn't kicked it with Zeke. Um, Dak was the quarterback on our team one year at the Pro Bowl. The Cowboys' whole staff was the coaches, you know. So they had, let's see, Jason Witten, which is not there anymore, but Jason Witten, Dak, Zeke. Three of the O-linemen, I feel like there was a maybe a DB, maybe. Oh, Dez was there. Uh, I feel like, oh, Tank was there. This was all on one team. They was all there. So it was, I mean, it's just, I've been around these guys, you know. So it's going to be exciting to be around these guys, see how they are. Because all you do is see them on TV. You see what people say about them, but you don't really know. Like, I had an opportunity to be around Cam Newton. What people think Cam Newton is and how he is on a regular basis is totally wrong. Absolutely wrong. He's nothing like what everybody expects him to be. You know, this arrogant, stuck-up-about-me guy, he is the complete opposite. That dude loves his teammates. He loves to have fun. He loves to compete. He hates when things don't go right. He ain't one of them, you know, sweeping under the rug guys. He is one of the most fierce competitors I have been around. He's just going to talk noise while doing it. And that's why people hate him because he's a showman. He's a showman. But his philosophy is if you don't want me to do all this, then stop me. You know, so it's just I'm excited to see how these guys are, you know, on a daily basis, see how they prepare, see how they compete. You know, my personal thoughts on Dak. Let me give my personal thoughts on actual Dak. You know, I was asked on Undisputed who I thought was better, Wentz or Dak. And at that time, you got to look at what I had seen. I had seen Wentz uh, injury away from being MVP of the league. He was the front runner the year he tore his knee up. So you going off that performance to what the performance Dak was coming off of, obviously you're going to say it was Wentz. You know, but things change every year. Like year before – Nobody would have said Lamar Jackson is a top three quarterback. But now people will say he's second to Patrick Mahomes. He's third to Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and whoever it may be. So years to year things change. And the year Dak is coming off of, he threw the ball well, had a lot of touchdowns, man. I truly believe if he didn't get – I truly believe he was injured versus uh, the Rams, I think it was. You guys played the Rams before? Yeah, it was the uh, Rams and the Philly game. Rams, yeah. yeah. I truly believe he was injured in the Rams game because of those reports about his shoulder because he didn't even look like the same person in Philly. I believe he was an uh, injury away from winning his third division title in four years. Like, that's not easy to do. He's been rookie of the year. He's won a playoff game. He's made two Pro Bowls, I think. Like, he's talented. Dak, and he had he's the perfect leader with um you know his leadership style and how he commands the group so it, it's gonna be exciting to be around him. 
you're going to join one of the most iconic divisions, the NFC East. You got the rivalries with Philadelphia, Washington, the Giants. You're going to see Wentz, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones. Of those three, I know that you actually got a couple of sacks on Haskins, if I'm not mistaken, last year. But of those three young quarterbacks, who are you looking forward to getting after the most? Oh, probably Carson, man. You know, uh, he's just really talented. And it'd be exciting to to compete against them. You know, those other guys, they're young. I played against Haskins. You know, um, Daniel Jones, he's just, he's in the division. You know, he's got a lot of talent, but we don't know if he'll be able to put it together. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I know he won't be able to do it against the Cowboys, but, yes, sir. you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I but I think, I think it'd be exciting to play against, uh, I always enjoy playing against Philly. And I'm, uh, Pretty good f- friends with Fletcher Cox, so we kind of got like a little personal back and forth going on right now. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're used to, you're definitely used to seeing, you know, Drew Brees and, and Cam Newton twice a year, you know, and, and Matt Ryan. So, I mean, coming from a division of quarterbacks where, you know, you have multiple MVPs of the league, uh, I'm sure that, you know, you know, moving over to this division with the quarterbacks is, is going to be a little bit of a, a easier adjustment as compared to, you know, the division that you reached. I play, I believe I played against the best collection of quarterbacks in any division my entire time in Tampa. Drew Brees, you, it's hard. If you went through nine years, we go date nine, maybe ten years back, it's going to be hard you find a division that had Cam Newton, a better group to play against than Cam Newton, uh, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees. You're not going to find it. Yeah, That's I mean, a tough group to compete against year in and year out, twice a year. Yeah, so, definitely war battle-tested going against quarterbacks of that magnitude. And now in the NFC South, Gerald, you got Tom Brady in Tampa Bay now, so that's another veteran That's what I'm saying. So now you got Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees. And Teddy B ain't no pushover. No. So, once again, the NFC South division has the best group collectively of quarterbacks. What's your uh, message to fans as we get ready? Obviously, there's uncertainty with OTAs. Looks like that's not going to be happening with what's going on. But if indeed the season does happen, which I think that's our hope, what's your message to Cowboys fans about what you're going to bring to the gridiron in 2020? Listen, man, I don't ever, I don't ever try to make promises about what you, what I'm going to do, or this is going to happen, or anything like that. All I can say is, with me. You're never going to have to worry about and never in the history of since I've been playing will any coach ever say he was not prepared mentally or physically. Did he not play as hard as he could? Did he not fight to the end, win, lose, or draw, even when it looked like all hope was lost? Did he compete all the way to the end? You'll never have a coach, player, or anybody ever tell you, oh, yeah, he shut it down. You're never going to get that from me. Um, Being a leader is just in my blood. Hey, sometimes I try not to be it. Sometimes I try and be quiet and sit back, and I can't do it. I just, I, it's just, it's not who I am. So I'm going to bring that vet uh, leadership mentality to the locker room and to game day. I'm going to allow the coaches to not have to do so much because I'll step in and help and do it for them. You know, as far as like getting the guys together, making sure guys are competing the right way and doing that's just who I am. And then on, Sun- on Sundays, I'm giving you everything I got. Whether I'm re- received or not, 
from the fan base, one thing they won't ever say is, this guy didn't play hard. This guy didn't give us everything he had. And that's what I'm bringing, man. I'm excited, man. Um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, anytime we have opportunity to do these these interviews and these talks, man, with with players and stuff. Um, you know, for me personally, it's always great to talk about you know the statistics and things like that on the field. It's always great to you know highlight the accolade. I mean, the accolades in which you've accomplished. Um, but I think for me personally, I always want to touch base on you know some home topics. Um, you know, being able to have an opportunity to work closely with your children. Um, you know, you've been I've been seeing a couple videos. You've been training your young boys. Um, let's just talk about that. And, you know, and, and the mentorship in which you've uh, the mentor role in which you've taken on. Um, and, and how how fun is that, uh, you know, being able to 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 share the gridiron and go through, um, you know, similar trainings with your with your boys? Yeah. So my son is a. Uh... You know, he was a basketball player at heart, but I tried to convince him for years to play football. And he started playing when he was a sophomore in high school. And now he's been blessed enough to be able to go to University of Oklahoma, man. And um, the training would have started a lot sooner, but he was his team went to the state championship in basketball. Unfortunately, we fell short. But uh, right after that, we got right to it, man. And. Anybody who's been a two-sport, three-sport, multiple-sport athlete knows that if you don't transform your mind quickly, you'll fall behind. So mm-hmm. going to what I believe, obviously, is the greatest university in the country, not Michigan State, <laughs> and the good news. So we're going to stop it right there. <laughs> when, is the last time, when is the last time you came into a college football season was like, yeah, let's look out for Michigan State? It's well, been you know, a while. I mean, I, look, I had a nice little tenure there, though. Like, we was up there, though. So, you know. A nice tenure and being dominant is two different things. I mean, yes, yes, correct, correct, correct. Now, see. Now, y'all had, y'all, had, y'all had great players come out of there. But as a whole, like, consistently as a, as a talented school, nah. Yeah, we hoop, we hoop, and all you know. Most cases, you know, we get it done on the, you know, we hoop. But you know, otherwise, man, I think, you know, Michigan State is 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 they're taking their toll uh, and taking their bruises on the chin, man. Hopefully, with the new coaching staff, um, we can have an opportunity to pick things up, man. I know at the end of the day, it ain't as always as as dominant as Oklahoma, just because, man. You know, Bob Stoops had you guys in the running for you know a division title every single year. Um, the Red River rivalry, uh, big competition every single year. Um, and just the amount of talent that you guys had around your team um, was just was just un- unremarkable. So I definitely I definitely like I said before earlier in the podcast, man, you definitely played in an era that was just uh, that was just second to none with the amount of talent that you guys had to face week in and week out. Yeah. Yeah. We just. We kind of dope. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So my, he has a, uh, you know, he's blessed enough to be able to go play there. So we just gonna grind, man. The thing I always want to teach my kids is the reason I work so hard is I want them to be able to see me do it, so they have an example. I don't want to say do this, do that, do this, do that, do that, and they don't have an example of it. I always want them to be able to look at me and say, man, I had the perfect example of what it takes to be great, what it takes to make it to the next level, what it takes to separate myself. So that's why you see me on my video, my five-year-old, pushing my 18-year-old, because whether they have success or not, they're going to die trying. It's just mm-hmm. how it's going to be. You just, you, 
you'll never have success if you don't work. So at minimum, you're going to work your tail off at minimum, you know? Man, I appreciate that. And I just, you know, like I said before, man, I tip my hat to you because, um, you know, from the moment I got to Tampa and, and I had always been a big fan before, I always, you know, look at guys that are doing well. I studied your film. Um, you know, that Chop Club is is something that's just still, uh, I mean, undeniable at this point. And so, like I said, man, I always love to, you know, touch base on on the football aspect, but a lot of people don't necessarily understand, you know, how how much of an impact you've had on the city of Tampa, on your family, on the communities, um, just by being uh, such a good individual. And so, um, and I appreciate you joining us today, man, because uh, we, we continue to learn a lot. It's a lot of guys that can learn a lot um, from a player that's been there, done that, and continues to put in that that, that, that work. And so I'm excited to see what, what, what the future holds in Dallas. Appreciate y'all having me on, fellas, man. Y'all stay safe, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and stay at home. Yeah, man, we appreciate you again. And I can't wait to see you take the field wearing that star, man. Looking forward to seeing you be a Dallas Cowboy. So stay safe out there. Thanks again for joining us. It's going to be great, man. I appreciate it. No problem. God bless y'all, man. God bless Thank you, too. Man. God bless you. Best of luck, my brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.